Hi friend, welcome back to Holistic Moms. It's your host, Shan Wright. And today we're going to continue Jill's testimony. So if you're on the edge of your seat like I was, um, then I'm glad you came back today to hear the rest of it. And she's going to give you very clear action that you can take at the end. So make sure you listen the whole way through, grab those intentional actions at the end and make this testimony something that you can share with others or maybe it's for you. So um, ready, we're going to defeat the enemy by the word of our testimony and hearing others and sharing others' testimony. So let's go. Hey mama, are you stressed by the lack of time in the day to do all the things? Are you feeling disconnected from God, your husband, and even your kids because patience and presence seem out of reach? Do you want a healthier body, mind, spirit, and home, but overwhelmed in where to start? Hey, I'm Shan Wright, daughter of the King, wife, mom to four, RN, wellness coach, and I know very well what it feels like to want to live well, but about to lose it with my very blessed full life. After realizing I can't pour from an empty cup, I tracked my way to whole body wellness and so much peace. If you are ready to cancel the stressed out life, learn tactical, intentional strategies as a mom wearing many hats, find more peace, confidence, and joy raising kingdom kids, then listen in. Come on, mama, together we got this. Really, God's got this. So go heat up that coffee again and turn your listening ears on. Let's chat. Hey, mama. Do you feel stuck in the messy middle of motherhood? Does your head feel like it's gonna explode and you're on the verge of an anxious breakdown? Do you feel disconnected from God and others because you're too exhausted to form a sentence? Do you wish you had more time to get all the things done instead of feeling like a chicken with your head cut off? Do you wanna live well and care for your temple, but you just don't even know where to start? Do you feel like you're not living up to this whole wife and mom thing? Mama, I know life is crazy and you have this very blessed full life that is just so overwhelming. As a mom of four, honestly, I have been there. I've had feelings of overwhelm and anxiety much of my life, struggling from perfectionism, control, and overwhelm. I remember what it feels like to be wanting more than that daily mundane, yet feeling like I'm not enough all at the same time. To want to live well, but completely overwhelmed, anxious, and a real hot mess express. (laughs) I know it looks like all the other moms have it together but you, and that's not true. And I know this because you are like me. You want more. After postpartum anxiety, enough was enough, and I just tracked my way to whole body wellness and so much peace. Sis, I'm here to encourage you that you can do it too. As a wellness nurse mentor and your mama friend, I'm here to share all that I know when it comes to being completely overwhelmed and living at peace and in wellness at the same time. In my wellness accountability coaching, I'll use science, truth of the word, and holistic coaching to help you get your head out of the goldfish and laundry bin and tap into the super abundant life that God has for you. Are you ready to live your whole life well? Let's pursue wellness one baby step of courage at a time. And before you know it, you will be a wellness warrior. Book me for a coaching call today. Go to bit.ly forward slash the Shan Wright. B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 
T-H-E-S-H-A-N-W-R-I-G-H-T. Take that first step of courage now and book me today. I can't wait. I'm yelling at him. I'm like, why aren't you doing something? Like, you know, I'm not supposed to be in this workplace with this guy that I had an affair with. Like, why aren't you finding me a job at another exhibit house or, you know, like just angry and like, it's his Mm. fault. Right. (laughs) And so I finally get my way. I mean, after I could go on with all the stories where God was trying to get my attention so many times, but my, my running hustling mentality was just on fast track. But it was finally, and this is why I'm such a power of stillness. It was finally because my my world was so noisy. It was noisy with with wrong voices. It was noisy with distractions like alcohol, um, not good connection of community of women who were speaking life into me. It was just loud and noisy. And so finally, after multiple attempts where God was trying to say, this is not what you want to do, Jill. And I believed that, but I was still stubborn, Jill pushed through, moved out. It was like in the quiet of the condo that I had rented where finally that was that act of surrender. And Mm. I remember sitting there and I was making a uh, spaghetti dinner for party of one for me in a Mm -hmm. very quiet house. And I look around and I don't hear my beautiful children's voices. I don't have a husband next to me. And I just, I just, I stopped, I broke down, I cried, I dropped to my knees and I said, God, I can't do this. You are my mm-hmm. only one who can help me. What am I doing? What am I doing? And I said, I surrender. I give it to you. You tell me which way to go. My, my mind is not right. I'm not, I'm not in a good spot, but I know that you are, you are my Lord and Savior. You always have been. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for walking away from you. I just surrendered everything that night. And I can't tell you, it is like, the most, uh, it was just in that instant, a calmness Mm -hmm. over my whole body that I hadn't felt in years. And I went to bed that night. I slept. I hadn't slept in several, several months, if not years, because I was always, always filled with guilt and shame and remorse, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know how to communicate that. And, um, I slept and, I share this in a book that I wrote and I said, I, I woke up to a vivid dream. It was a black chalkboard in big white letters. It just said trust. I mean, I just, I go back to that chalkboard Mm. so many times and, and I knew, right. And a lot of people ask me that they're like, how did you know, like what that meant? I said, you just know, like, I just knew that the Lord was speaking to me to say, trust me, Jill, my hand is with you. And in that moment, I knew what trust meant was trust means family first, restore that Mm. family. And I called my husband and I said, and this has been, this was like, I really wasn't in that condo long at all. Like I literally, we moved, I mean, I think I moved out in May and I was back in my house uh, the week of Christmas that same year. And by miracles of God, right, he was able to find somebody else to rent that, you know, didn't have to pay any a year contract. Um, but yeah, I called my husband and I said, um, well, we're we're going to make this work and I'm going to come home. And um, he's like, well, what what changed? And I said, God, God has given me a vision. And so 
So yeah, for like a couple of months there, we had like two houses and I always joke that um, my kids, I think like thought we were just rich or something. And we're like, I've got, <laughs> got like a, con a condo down here and we got this house, but we're got like condos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so the funny part about that is that I, it's not, the story is not funny at all, but I think God does work in, um, he has a sense of humor. And so yeah. uh, we passed that condo every day on the way to church. And um, uh, it, and for so long, my littlest one, who was probably two at the time, for so mm -hmm. long, he remembered that condo and he would bring it up. He doesn't bring it up anymore. And I'm like, thank you for not bringing it up. But <laughs> it was like almost like God was using him like, hey, mom, yeah, there's, your, reminder. There's, there's your place. There's our little fun yeah. house. I was like, no, it's not a fun house. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. House. You know, that's so, um, so I've been. Um, diving into dreams and vision, my word of the year, my word of the year is vision. And I've been um, dreaming and dreaming, um, diving into this whole concept of dreams and visions yeah. that mm -hmm. I mean, they're all throughout the Bible. Oh, and yeah. it's like, well, God still talks to us in that way. But yeah. are we listening? Are we paying attention? And yeah. I love that. Um, I actually have heard so many testimonies of people that they had their life changed. They had their come to Jesus moment when it was only them and God, no one else yeah. around. Well, right. duh, it's because no one else is around distracting you. And, you know, yes. you have that stillness and solitude. Like, yeah. it is like God wants us to be just with him. Like, mm -hmm. not that he doesn't want us to have relationships with others, but he wants that um, us to just, you know, listen to his voice, which is a whisper. Yeah. But yeah. what I, I, as I, as you were sharing that, um, dream, which I forgot that part of your story, um, is I think it's so cool that it was on a chalkboard because what do teachers and coaches do? They write right. on chalkboards. A chalkboard. Yes. And here you are speaking and coaching yeah. and teaching people. And, and it was written, which you've written a book. Yeah. You are a writer in your speaking. And so it's like, wow, all that chalkboard signified so many things. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the, that's the thing about, um, God dreams. Like we do have dreams from, you know, our own thoughts and, you know, the right. enemy can give us nightmares and bad dreams. But when God gives you a dream, everything, just like with anything God says, mm -hmm. there's so much meaning to it. And it's like, oh, God, yeah. what does this mean? There's so yeah. much behind this one word of trust. There's yeah. so much behind the, the way that you wrote it in my dream. Like, I just love that so much. Yeah, I love it. I love it too. And I am, I'm definitely a person of that too. I've, I've always had um, a gift of just a natural intuition, right? Instinct. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I, I know that to be true now that that absolutely is a gift and, um, but, yeah. but any gift, right. It, you need to nurture it and, and breathe light on it and use that gift. And so I had that gift and that gift led me so far in life as, um, a younger girl, you know, I just, I, I trusted that what, what I didn't know was that is the Holy spirit, right? That's the Holy spirit mm. in you. And I trusted that from, you know, high school to college to, you know, my early twenties, thirties. Um, and it was like, it brought me so much joy and it led me to where I, where I, where God, I feel God was calling me, but it was like, almost when I reached 30, it was when I stopped believing that I just kind of thought, Oh, you know, I just got kind of lucky in life. I, you know, I got all these achievements and I got here, um, just because I'm, you know, I don't know. 
Like I kind of dismissed, I dismissed my gift and I believe the lies of the world that says the more that you have, the better you are. You are what others say of you. You know, if you can Mm -hmm. just get here. And I kind of also, I became a mom, I came up, became a mom and I thought, well, this is it. Like, you know, this is as far. I I heard a very loud lie of the enemy that said, well, okay, Joe, well, this is, this is it. Like you've, you've reached your plateau. Like you've successful in your career. You got a good husband. Now you're a mom. This is kind of it for you. And that as a, if, if you know me, like my fun, um, fun is my core value. Like I love to have fun. I love adventure. I love doing things. And I'm just like, I believed it. And I was like, well, that's not cool because this cannot be it for me. And that, that little, little voice of the enemy really that I took that captive believed it, um, kind of looked around at a, my circle and was like, Hmm, I think that's true. And that's gave me, it it spiraled me, it spiraled me. And so the thing that I love about what I do now is I help women to recognize those right voices. And it was through that trust on the chalkboard, that teacher, um, that I started to find sit in the stillness of God, um, recognize my dreams, recognize his, his voice that, um, is always of love and compassion and guidance and started to just find that love of writing again, which led me to writing my book, which never would have dreamed of, um, called me to a podcast to, you know, use my gift of communication and speaking and getting on stages and telling my testimony. Um, and I love that because when I help women, I'm really creating that space for them to be heard to share their story with me, to say, Hey, I get it. I've been there with you. Um, and then I take my journaling prompts. That was that when I was in my darkest moments, I found some of these questions that I asked myself and I just started writing those and I've put those into workbooks for my clients. And that is where I can teach you all the tools about productivity <laughs> and, or time management. Like I was burnt out, but I was still, I never missed a deadline. I never missed a project. Like, like that's in my wheelhouse gifts too. And I can teach you that. But the thing that most of the clients, they want, they want that, right? Give me the tools, give me the resources and let me just work less, get more done, be the high achiever that I want to be. But what, what, we're, what we find is that there's something else going on behind the scenes. There's always something going on behind the scenes. And so that's the part that I love is we get them quiet and still. And I love their faces when I tell them that I'm going to make you do some journaling work. And they're like, oh, okay, sure. Okay, Jill. And it's, it's like the one thing that they're like, you didn't give me a journal prompt this week. Like, I really missed that. And I was like, there's where it's at like what's happening what you don't really have know what's happening but they end up do know because we talk about it and I'm like you realize the Holy Spirit is talking to you in those moments of stillness you finally have sat your butt down like I was running around crazy like you're a chicken with your head cut off you finally sat down and you're be able to start seeing things in, in a clearer way um, you're being intentional to seek like something's got to change I've got to change right Um, So I love that part. I love that part when I can see it, start seeing their eyes opening to the power of stillness. They start getting a little bit curious about what what is all this faith in God talk you're talking about. Um, That's the ministry where I know that God is calling me in my coaching business is a yes, help, help high achievers that were, you know, are running around crazy, um, help them to, 
you know, realign their life to what matters most and um, mm. find their gifts and their purpose. And so we do all kinds of assessments with working uh, a tool that I use that really taps into gifts that uh, you can use in your work. We talk a lot about purpose and your natural gifts that you're born with. Like, don't dismiss those. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been it has been a journey. I would say anybody, your listeners know they are Christians. Um, any journey with God, it, it, you know, it's a journey. He takes you on a journey. Yeah. And but if you can trust it and lean into it, because believe me, when I heard the call of where he wanted me to go, like I heard very loud and clear, like. You know, he started doing it in small ways. He would just bring women that I already knew in my circle, but they didn't know about our affair, right? So when mm -hmm. you have kids, you start going to sporting events, you know, after the fact, they don't know you, you start building new, you know, mom groups through your kids. And yeah. so there was a lot of people that we were friends with that didn't know the Jack and Jill story back in 2017, you know, so- yeah. They would, God would just bring these women to me and they say, Hey man, you and Jack are so great. Like, I just wish I could have that in my marriage. Like, I wish we could be like you, you guys always get along. You're super happy. And it was in those moments that I could hear. And sometimes Jack would be with me where he would look at me and like, we need to tell them, you know, where I could have easily said, oh, no, we are pretty great. Aren't we? Like we're Jack and Jill. <laughs> like well, that makes us awesome. Why, yeah. Like, of course. <laughs> Um, but no, I didn't do that. Like it was in those moments. I said, you know what? Thank you. We are doing, we are a pretty rock solid team, but let me tell you about back here. What happened? Yeah. And, I mean, the eyes blown, but so little by little people like that, you know, women, he would bring women like that around. And then I heard loud and clear bigger. I want it. This testimony needs to be shared larger. Like leave your job, coach women, start speaking. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, like our personal connect friends and family, I'm okay that they know, but you just want me to go out on social media and just share this and go speak on stages in front of 300 and some women and just be like, mic drop, I had an affair and tell my dirty laundry. Like, really, God, I don't know about that. Um, but it was a burning desire. And I think the women that listening know that have, have, uh, walk the journey with God, he will ask you to do some things that maybe doesn't make sense to you. But if you lean into that and you trust that and you keep taking the steps that he's leading you, my goodness, I can't even, I can't, I don't even recognize my life. I'm just going to like, when I think back yeah. about to those days, I mean, it just, there's some, I know it's all there. Not that the fair was purposeful, but there, it, you know, he uses that. And that's why I created my podcast is to help women understand like whatever battle you are in right now, like don't dismiss it. Like that can all be turned. That's why my favorite scripture, Romans 8, 28, all things, right. Can be, um, mm -hmm. all things work together for the good, for those who love God and are called to his purpose. Like he will use the deepest thing that you think there's no way. How could he love me? How could he turn this around after what I did? I promise you. He will make the a beautiful thing. So you right, take those ashes, rise up from them. Trust that he will do something good. Whoever's listening that needs to hear that right now, like he will. I promise yeah. you. I'm um I'm a walking testimony of that. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, you you loved your old job. You said you loved yes. it. You were very successful in it. Mm -hmm. And so when God is telling you, no, now this is what you need to do. This podcast 
podcasting, yeah. speaking, coaching, bigger, bigger. Um, did you have any resistance in that as far as like, but I love, I mean, you, mm-hmm. did you, had you already stepped down a little bit from that job because of? No, that's, that's the crazy thing about it. So for four years after the affair, I had, I worked alongside this man in the same company. And that's where I was starting to get really um, angry and upset was um, I was like, there's at that point I was starting to have revelation relationship with God talking to God. I was applying to all these places would get second interviews and they would go silent or they wouldn't call me back or they say, ah, we went a different direction. And they were for jobs Mm -hmm. that were very similar to the ones that I was successful at. Right. Uh, Mm -hmm. Event management, project management, high stress level jobs. And I'm like, I am overqualified for this, these jobs. I'm going to take a pay cut for these jobs and I'm not getting them. Like, come on, God, like, you know, that the enemy can tempt me at any moment. If I stay at this place of work, let alone my husband is at home working and he has to deal with this subconscious enemy that's saying I'm doing awful things, right? Where yeah, only yeah. God could remove the the lens. I mean, I remember praying that prayer, like if I'm going to have to work here and provide money for our family, then God, I need you to remove the speck out of my eye. I need you to remove this guy so that, or in the emotions, the feelings that was once there to like nothing. And he did that. Yeah. I mean, completely did that. Wow. So for four years, like I didn't, there was nothing. It was just like instantly he just changed that. Um, mm-hmm. but yet I was like, but this still isn't right. Like, this isn't right for my husband. Like what's going on. Um, and so that is when, you know, it was probably about, well, 2020, I would say it was a blessing for me because it, it shut the world mm. down and my, you know, I was able to be still work at my job, but not be in the office. That was a, that was a godsend for me. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I walk on that touchy cause I know COVID was definitely a, a time where it was, you know, there was some hardship for sure. But yeah. and personally, it was a blessing. And yeah. then we went into remote work and I had to go back in the office in 2021. But um, but so through the, through that, you know, he was just always working. And eventually I just kept hearing. I couldn't deny it. I could not deny the voice of saying teaching, coaching women. And then he would just bring me, I'd say, I, I always say that I'm like half deaf in my left ear. And I was like, God, you know, I can't hear well. So I need like, <laughs> you. you Bring me the signs, right? Like bring me bring the, me the megaphone, the megaphone, like the people. And he does because I'm just like, I'll yeah. hear it. But then I question it, which I shouldn't. And then he'll say, okay, here she goes again. She needs the big road sign up in front of her to be like, oh yeah. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> yeah. So it was a hundred percent leap of faith for sure. Yeah. Okay. So um, I love that because yeah, we're just... <laughs> We're hard of hearing. We're hard of seeing. Um, God knows that. Um, Okay. So we have recently talked on the podcast about hard things that happen in life and unexpected hard things Mm -hmm. and how we handle them in motherhood. So I I really would love you to um, talk about how you mothered through all of this. I mean, you have so much personal um, stuff going on, so many... um, ways that you're coping and a marriage that's falling apart. And yet you have two boys that you have to care for. Can you share like their ages through all of this? And, um, mm-hmm. what, 
how did you handle that? <laughs> yeah. I look back, I think about that and I literally, but God, <laughs> I mean, honestly, because, mm -hmm. and, and I do, I think about those. I had so much craziness going on and yet I was still trying to parent, um, be a faithful wife, um, dealing with a stressful job that I remember the day that all of this fell apart and I was, I hired a new girl at work. Right. And I'm like trying to not cry. Like I'm trying to be like a good mm -hmm. boss and be like, okay, so we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about systems today while my marriage is just like crumbling. Yeah. And, and somehow, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I do believe it's God. There's also another part of me where I just know that I can turn off, turn on, you know, when yeah. you're in those moments where you're faced to do it. And I think that's with the mom thing, but Honestly, I'm glad you asked that question because that was one of the other things too. Like when I said I was in that condo and I didn't see my children around, like I remember being like, my kids were four and no, five and two, hmm. little, little. Um, and you know, moms, like there are just times when you just want to go to the bathroom by yourself. Like you just want to sit down and have coffee by yourself without your kids climbing mm -hmm. on you. Like you know, and so I was craving that in those years, but there was also a ton of other stuff going on. But I used that. I was like, well, maybe all this, like that's the enemy lie, right? Oh, well, if you, if you just get divorced, like you'll have, you know, your weekends free. Like, and I think yeah, about that and you'll I'm have like, every other weekend. Yeah. Every other weekend, you'll just have your own time, Jill. And I'm like, what in the world was that? Like, mm -hmm. I would... I would, it, it took like, it took a day of quietness without my kids. And I was like bawling. I'm like, this is awful. Like, yeah, I would never, ever, 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 ever want to be away from my kids. Like they are, they are my joy. Like they bring me so much joy. And so just momming through that, we were going through a period of our, of our life where I knew deep down, it was like, my heart said, um, you don't want this Jill. Like I heard it from God, but this was even before I heard it from God. But the whole time, even packing up my stuff here at the house, it was like, what are you doing? Like, you don't want this. But it was like deep down. It was like, I don't want Jack to, it was like, I wanted permission for him to just let me go. Like, I was like, you don't need to that. You don't need that in your life to worry. Like, always be worrying or the reminder of what I did. Like, what if, if it just, if we just se separate, like you can be done with that. And it was like this, but that's not what he wanted. Like he was over here begging for our marriage um, to, you know, and I, that's the, another, there's so many God things, but it's like when God, you know, when, you know, early on when we had kids, I was like, we got to find our church family. And we found Heartland. I'm forever grateful for Heartland church. Um, and then I kind of was getting dis, you know, being disobedient. It's like God moved into Jack's life. And then he was like, it was like him and God on a team. And they were like, we are not letting Jill go down with the enemy. Like, mm. and he yeah. just was speaking into Jack and like restoring our marriage. And so parenting through it all, like we just looked at each other and we're like, I don't know what's going on, but what we're not going to do is we're not going to let our, this interfere with our kids. And so that's why I said, I think my kids were so confused that, because we really never separated Jack and I, I moved out, made a big old deal about this, moved into a condo. But then like, sometimes Jack would come over and we would have dinners together with all of us. And then I would come back home. And so 
I just did what I think as any mom would do, you just do what's best for your kids. And I never wanted them to see us, um, you know, angry, upset or fighting. And we never did. I mean, that's why I, it's it, when you let worldly things take over your life, it tells you lies. I mean, Jack and I never really fought. It was just, I was searching. Yeah. I was searching for love and joy. And I thought that I had to find that love and joy in external places and things. And what I found is love, God is love, right? So he filled that. And then he filled that with through my husband too, where where I had the blinders on before he opened like the goodness and grace of, of like my amazing husband. And so from the parenting side, like we just never let them, we always have put our kids really, you know, I wasn't for a while, but we are now. Our kids are now, you know, we do everything for our kids. And, um, but with that, you also have to remain like you are still a person, right? So I know for moms that can be hard too. It's like you, you identify yourself as a mom and then you've put all your efforts into just being a mom and doing everything right for your kids. But you've got to have your own space too. And you've got to remind, remind yourself to do the things that you love. Like I started a lot of those, I'm getting off topic probably, but you're good. <laughs> what what happened was when I became a mom, I I kind of did that and then I put myself in my work. I stopped doing the things that Jill loves. Like remember I said I forgot that I love to write, read, yeah. um go grab coffee with girlfriends. Like I don't know the last time I had did that, you know, and now I'm like that's like every several times a week I'm having coffee with friends. Like I love that. It energizes me and God wants us to be in connection with people. We learn from each other, yeah. you know. So yeah, it's either yes. you're either um, believing one lie or you're believing another. So you're yeah. either, either believing the lie that like your kids are your entire world and yeah. you really can't do anything as a human being apart from them. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know, you are believing another lie of that, you know, you find all your joy in your work and that's what you're going to do right now. And um, so yeah. it, it has to be that constant renewal of our mind. And what are we listening so to? True. What voice? Yes. Um, 100%. Yeah, I love that. So, okay, to look back at your story, you um, did a lot. You made a lot of conscious decisions, even the decision to move out and um, get some space, which mm -hmm. God used that yeah. as your rescue time, which it's mm -hmm. like, you know, the enemy wanted to use separation. He loved separation and isolation. He wanted yeah. to use that for his good, but God said, nope, this is my yeah. time. I'm coming in. Um, so you took intentional action of courage mm -hmm. to change this thing around. Like yeah. you, you helped with God steering the ship, but you turned it around. And, yeah. um, you know, like you said, you can't even recognize that life before now. So just for our listeners, um, practicality. Yeah. Tell us a few like very specific, courageous things you did. Like, yeah. um, maybe things in your mothering and things to get your marriage back and things to get your relationship back with God. What did you do? Yeah. So, um, I love the word, um, that you just said intentional, and that is actually yeah. my word of the year. I've, uh, ah! is, is intentionality, <laughs> um, and everything that's I our word do. for the podcast. <laughs> I love it. It's intentionality is, you know, I think what the biggest, biggest shift, the first thing I did was exactly that. I was very intentional about what is going on. Right. And 
as a high achiever, I'm not one to ask for help. Mm-hmm. I think I can do it all on my own. And I realized there are other people that need help. A, I can seek God, but who else? And so I was very intentional about seeking a life coach. Yeah. That could speak life into me. So I'm always, of course, I'm a coach now, but I'm seriously find a coach that you relate to and have somebody speak words of life over you. That's not part of your family or your friend circle that can give you a different perspective. That was a game changer for me. Um, The second thing was I realized for too long, I had um, been robbing the things that bring me joy because I didn't think I had time. Well, that's a, that's a killer in your life. Mm -hmm. So what happened was um, I used to love, I, I don't love to work out, but I love the feeling that it makes me feel when I do work out. Right. So I was very um, habitual about getting up early in the morning, working out, getting that done. Well, I didn't have time to do that anymore because I'm too dang busy. So I stopped working out. Well, when I stopped working out, um, then I started also drinking a lot. So instead of coming home, if I didn't get my workout in in the morning, I'd be like, well, I'll just do it at night. Well, by the time I get home at seven o'clock and then we're racing to get dinner, you know, ready or my, or my husband, awesome husband already probably fed them a lot of times. Well, then I would just go drink wine. Right. And so my body became unhealthy. Um, so I realized in those moments of what did bring me a feeling of that I felt good about my life. What outside of achievements, like what makes Jill feel good? And it was, it was, you know, working out or, um, date nights. Like I forgot that we hadn't had a date in a long, long time. And so we, we planned to have scheduled date nights, or we would say, let's, let's be intentional about when we put the kids to bed, to bed, let's talk. Let's just talk like, you know, and I always say I'm a great communicator. I was a great communicator in my work with my coworkers as a manager. I was terrible at communicating in my marriage. And so we both realized like we have to communicate everything. Like what is going on? And so um, that was a childhood wound for me where I just hold a lot of things in until it bubbles up and then it all comes out and all that would come out over wine and drinking, right? Which is not mm-hmm. a good time. So making intentional time to to communicate with your spouse and sitting with each other and saying like, outside of just how was your day, right? Like, let's talk yeah. about what's going on. What are things that, um, what are things that you need that I can help you with? Um, so I would say that those were the biggest things, honestly, the steps that I took and then creating yeah. that creating that morning routine. When I said I didn't have time, you know, anymore, I was like, I'm going to make time. So I rolled my alarm clock back 30 minutes is where I started before my kids got up. So I wasn't Mm -hmm. waking up chaotic. Amen. We're getting in right. (laughs) Yep. Oh my gosh. I mean, that was a, that literally was the biggest game changer and I still do it today. I've been doing it now for four, four years, probably. Um, where the coffee is set the night before the laptops and the Chromebooks are charged. The snacks are all packed. Everything's ready to go. And so I just get up and it's like somebody brewed me coffee. I pour it. I sit down. I spend, you know, time. It it changes it a little bit every day, but most of the time it's, you know, prayer with God, sometimes journaling, sometimes 
um, reading a good book. It, you know, it can be whatever you want it to make. You know, when my clients always ask me that, it's like, what do I do? I'm like, it's got to feel right for you. Right. So yeah. if you like to, if you already get up and work out, go do that first. Yeah. Sometimes people can hear, you know, I always hear, I can hear, get really good ideas for me walk, going outside and walking. I mean, nature, yeah. I'll hear yeah. God clear. So those were some of the steps for sure. Love that. Thank yeah. you. That is, that's so very helpful. Um, because, you know, a lot of times we see this, this, well, we hear a great testimony and story and you're like, well, I relate to parts of that, but my story is different because of this and then this, mm -hmm. and then we can say, well, I can't turn my ship around because I have this. And it's like, well, take one of these actions that Jill did and yeah. just yes. see, just try yeah. it, just try it and see if that helps you out. Yep. Yeah. All right. For well, sure. It has been so good having you today. Um, I also love all of your passion and all that you're doing for women as you share your story and all the ways that you share it. Can you tell people where they can find you and what exciting things you have coming up? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, best place to find me is just my website, uh, jilloboyle.com. Um, I'm also active on Instagram. It's J E O Boyle though, for my middle name. Um, those are probably the best places that I'm pretty active also on Facebook, Jill Boyle. Um, but if you go to my website, all my links are there. Um, I would love to mention the women's 828 retreat. Um, this is a retreat. We're bringing it back this year. We hosted our first one last year in August, and it was a huge success. Um, so March 8th of this year for listeners in the indie area. Um, okay. So it's not virtual. It's just in person. Correct. Yeah. Something we might want to consider is doing the, doing a virtual too. Um, this first, this one in March will not be though. It'll be, okay. um, March 8th from nine to four. So it's a one day women's retreat nine to four. And it's really to dive into, um, what is your, you know, what, what is your purpose? Where are you spending your time? Like if you found yourself, you know, doing all the things and you're feeling just something feels off and missing in your life. We, we dive in, we do a two word purpose statement assessment where you'll find your two word purpose. And we dive into your core values, into your, um, where are we spending our time? Right. I love, um, I love the book elimination by her. I can't think of the guy's name, but he always says, you know, how you spend your time is how you live your lives. John Mark Comer. There it is. Yes. Yep. Love that book. Love that book. Um, so we really, we do some exercises around that. How are you spending your time? Um, because yeah. that was so true in my life. And so it's a fun retreat, um, way to get connected with like-minded women in the community. So um, I'll send you a little link for that, but that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll definitely put that link in the show notes. This will air before then. It'll just, I think it's going to yeah. air next week. So um, oh, it'll be, give them plenty of time to get yeah. connected to you and get all those resources. That sounds super fun. Um, and it sounds like it can be good for any woman in any stage of her life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Thanks so much for sharing with us today. I know it has blessed so many women. Um, so thank you for coming. Thank you so much. So wasn't that great? Wasn't that great to hear how God rescued her and intervened in her life when she was just spiraling down and out of control? And he, it's like he threw a rope and caught her and she reached up and grabbed it 
finally, and he rescued her. And so I love the actions at the end that she points out, and I'm just going to go over them real briefly with you to recap. So one, she said to take intentional action, which we love, right? So, but you have to find out what that intentional action is. And for her, it was, she hired a life coach because she was believing lies constantly, right? This is how she ended up in this place. She was believing lies over and over. So she needed to hear words of life spoken over her. And so many times when we are living the lies in our head, we can't hear just the person who occasionally says, no, this is the truth, or the pastor on the Sunday sermon, this is the truth, or, you know, occasionally that friend that speaks life into you. It needs to be something that you hear over and over, and it needs to be someone who holds you accountable to doing what that is, to the words of life in action, right? This is what I do as a life coach too. And I call myself a wellness accountability coach. And this is what I can do for you. So book me for a wellness accountability coaching session at bit.ly forward slash the Shan Wright. And then step number two, she believed she didn't have to do all the things or she had believed she didn't have time to do all the things that brought her joy. And so she found out what those things were. Where were they missing? She remembered, she went back to her previous life and remembered what brought me joy? What am I have not been doing? And she found for her, it was working out, date nights, intentional time communicating with her spouse. And what is it for you? What brings you joy that you're not making time for? What are you saying? I don't have enough time for that. We already talked about time a couple episodes ago. So go back, listen to that episode and remember what brought you joy that you're not doing that you do have time for. God definitely wants to give you the time that time for things that bring you joy. And step number three was creating a morning routine. And she talked a lot about stillness and solitude. And I am a big proponent of this as well. And she said specifically and practically, all she did was move her alarm clock back 30 minutes. So if you can do that, do that, do something to create a morning routine for yourself and you know, like she said, it could look different than mine, but you know, spend time with God, no matter what you're doing, spend time with him in the morning before the rush of the day, even just thanking him for the day, being grateful for the day, journaling, reading a little, um, book or obviously the Bible, do what, you know, do what you can to center your heart on him and the things that he has for you that day. Okay, those are your three intentional actions. Which one are you going to take? Come over and share with us in the Facebook group which one you're going to do. And that is bit.ly forward slash holistic hacks, bit.ly forward slash holistic hacks. Join us, share with us your homework, and I can't wait to chat with you there. Okay, friends, this has been a long one. Thanks for hanging in, and I hope you share this testimony with someone who needs to hear it or it blessed you today. Shalom, shalom. Hey, Wellness Warrior, I pray that blessed you. And if so, it would bless me big if you would write a five-star review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Not only would this make me super happy, but it will allow for others to find this show too. Also, I love to chat over on Instagram, so make sure to take a screenshot, share to your Instagram stories, and tag me at the Shan Wright so I can see it and we can keep chatting and bring other moms to chat with us. Until we get to chat again, mama friend, 
May the Lord's face shine upon you and give you peace.